My guess is that there's a specific problem you've been thinking about for a while that you seem to think about 24-7. You're thinking about it just before you go to bed, and it's the first thing you think about when you wake up. It could be a problem you're trying to solve related to a stressful project or a specific person that you're having difficulty with or a tough decision that you made or have to make. Maybe it's a big deadline, a legal issue, or something unsettling uh, in a business deal that you've been working on that's affecting you emotionally. Sometimes you're just trying to hold it together to get through the day. But there are some approaches to help you quiet the noise in your head, stop the ruminating, and refocus on what really matters. Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome to this episode of CE on the Go. Almost every executive I'm working with is dealing with some kind of serious issue that makes it really hard for them to stop thinking about it. Maybe you're caught off guard by something that you hadn't anticipated, or maybe you have been anticipating something for so long and it finally happened. You acted on it. It's something that you knew that you had to do, but the aftermath is lingering and you're still thinking about it. But instead of being in it, you can rise above it or release yourself from it, all of this toxic thinking going on in your head. So today I'm sharing just a few ideas for you to consider to help you get beyond whatever issue seems to have its grasp on you. And I'll cover a few reasons that I see keep people stuck in their heads, uh, myself included, (laughs) and what you can do instead to help you make a shift. And, you know, as my previous guest, Sharon Lipinski mentioned, you know, she's the expert on habits. She said, we keep going in the same direction until something interrupts that pattern. So when you're ruminating on something negative, that's a pattern or habit that needs to change. So here are some of the reasons that I think keep people stuck in the rumination cycle. Number one, you're not asking the right questions. So instead, ask better questions. I talk about the art of asking good questions a lot. Um, Asking good questions is one of the most important leadership skills you can continue to develop over time. It's especially important to do that now in this new world of work that we're in. And even more important, if you already think you have the answers, (laughs) you really need to be thinking again and making sure you're asking good questions. You know, in the field of consulting and coaching that I'm in, asking good questions is critical. It's a skill I'm constantly working on as well. So I can share just a few examples. So let's say something negative happens. You tend to have knee-jerk questions in response. So you might say, how did this happen? That seems like a logical question. But maybe a better question would be, what can we do to move forward from here? Sometimes trying to explore how it happened isn't relevant. It all depends on the situation, but really be conscious of the questions that you're asking. Um, Another kind of knee-jerk default question when something goes wrong, we ask, who's at fault? Who's to blame? Makes us feel better to blame someone else, right? But maybe the better question is, who can be part of the solution? That starts orienting you towards something positive that can help you work through it more easily. You know, another question that we tend to ask that sometimes does not help us and is a very logical question is, how can we fix this? And this happens when we think we know what the problem is. So a better question might be, is this really the problem? 
or what's the real problem here? You know, often one problem is simply a symptom of another problem. Uh, Another possible question to ask might be, what can we learn from this? So asking better questions helps you open to new ideas and points of view that you may not have considered, takes you to a higher level, to a more positive place. The second reason that I think is a, a challenge when we're ruminating is that you might speculate something goes wrong and you immediately jump to conclusions about what you think has happened. Instead, be curious get the facts, explore the issue, test your assumptions. You might think, for example, I've been trying to get a team member to step up and engage more, but they seem to be checked out. So you make all kinds of assumptions about what you think is going on, speculating. It's probably happening because of this or that. Maybe they have a sick child at home, or they have other health issues, or they've been traveling too much, or you're aware that that person may have some family issues that they're dealing with. But the real issue may be that expectations aren't clear. And the person that's not engaging may be working from home thinking everything's fine or that someone will reach out to me if I'm needed. You just don't know. So be curious. Don't jump to conclusions too quickly. A third reason that is problematic when you're trying to get out of rumination is you're trying too hard to figure things out on your own, especially at your level where issues are often extremely sensitive or confidential Sometimes your pride or ego might get in the way, like, you know, you can do this, right? Like, I've got this. I've been in this role for a long time. I can figure this out. But instead, make sure that you're getting perspectives from other people, especially other executives, your peers. Let's say that you have an experience where it just feels like, you know, Pandora's box has opened. You've got business partners turning against you, or maybe your business is being threatened, or you've lost a key employee, Costs are skyrocketing. Maybe you've got legal issues and distractions. It's like there are multiple assaults on you or your business, and you're just feeling this weight on your shoulders. This is a great case for turning to executives or being part of an executive peer group um, of some kind. Someone else in the group may just have a solution that you're missing. It's so common to see one member share something that's extremely stressful to them when another member says, oh, oh, I know a resource for that, or I've got a solution, or they they share with you just the right expert, maybe a good lawyer, maybe the perfect assistant or support person. So, you know, you can get so caught up on your own in your own head when there may be a simple solution that's right in front of you when you talk to your peers. So don't go it alone for too long. Reach out for help. You know, it reminds me of my situation in Montenegro. I, I don't recall if I'd mentioned it on the podcast earlier, but during the fall, I traveled to the Adriatic coast and I decided when, when we were in Montenegro to just venture out on my own <laughs> to do some exploring and look at some of the shops. And it was such a beautiful area, but I got completely lost in what seemed like a maze. Every turn I made, the shops seemed the same. The buildings looked the same. The little narrow roads looked the same. I kept going in circles I could not tell at all where I was and I get easily lost and I was so exasperated, almost fearful <laughs> to the point because I didn't see anyone that I knew. I didn't know where I was and until finally I just stopped and took a breath. And as soon as I did that, someone called my name, someone who recognized me. And I asked, how do I get out of here? <laughs> and She said, oh, just turn left and go straight and that'll take you right back to the ship. So like I was just a few feet from being able to make the the turn that I needed to, but I had no idea. Um, That's just another example. I kept getting, I was ruminating in my head about how lost I was, and that just didn't serve me well. 
Um, another example is, is our technical issues that you might experience when you just think that they're so massive. And then, you know, this young intern comes into your office and hits one button on your computer and everything's fixed. <laughs> so don't get too caught up in, in thinking that things are so wrong when there might just be a simple fix. And, you know, going back to the importance of asking better questions in cases like that, you might, when you might want to scream, you can ask, instead of why is this happening to me? Why is this happening for me? Or where's the good in this? Or where's the learning? Finally, one other reason that you are struggling to break out of your rumination is that you don't have a solid anchor. And what I mean by that is that you're not clear on what guides you in your most difficult times. Here, decide what will be your guide. You like how that rhymes? Decide what will be your guide. What will be your guiding thoughts or values when you feel lost or stuck in your thoughts? Or what process might you go through? You know, as part of your process, I suggest two important pieces. One is acknowledge your awareness instead of judging yourself negatively. It's good when you recognize that you're ruminating because then you can take action to counteract that. And then secondly, you can take a break to, to divert your attention and or you can just sit with the discomfort. You know, it's like expanding your capacity to deal with difficult situations um, or at least begin to neutralize the issue. Let it process through you. You'll eventually begin to neutralize some of the thinking. Don't expect to flip a switch. I'll talk about that in a minute. Some possible thoughts that you might believe as you're in this experience is, is the right resource will appear at just the right time. Or to remind yourself, this is temporary. I'll grow from this. Or you might say, I'm going higher. I'm expanding here. <laughs> so I know some executives tell me, I don't want to grow from this right now. I just want to stop this. Um, one thing that's important to note is that these need to be thoughts or principles that you actually believe, not that you think you should believe. What else might you turn to to resist the rumination? Your faith. Everybody has their own faith, and I'm not suggesting one belief over another, but to really revisit your faith and to connect with what's most important to you, especially when you're in those really, really negative places. Um, something else to turn to when you need to resist rumination is your mind. You, know, you can use your mind in a good way, um, and you can also give it a break if it's not serving you well. One of the best things that you can do regarding your mind is to be deliberate about where you're choosing to focus. For example, I think appreciation is one of the best uh, focal points that you can have when you're ruminating on something negative is to deliberately focus on whatever it is that you appreciate and really ramp that up. Talk about it. You might want to journal about it. Whatever it is that you appreciate grows, and it makes it a lot more difficult to flip back to ruminating about what's not working or what's bothering you or upsetting you. So I suggest that you notice how, how you're thinking and to do something different if you need to, to try to break that pattern. Your body you can move energy through your body. Moving energy helps you purge toxic stuff. Sometimes I like to practice yoga, or it might be boxing, depending on my mood. But your body can be one way to purge some of that toxicity, that negative energy. Something else that can help you is a person you trust. We've talked about that earlier, often peers or friends. Something else that can help you resist rumination are your habits. So what new habit could you start that might help counteract that, you know, toxic soup in your head when you wake up? Maybe it's going for a walk first thing in the morning. 
you know, to, to catch those thoughts early to focus on something else. Maybe you read something inspiring first thing in the morning. I love the processes that Hal Elrod talks about in his book, The Miracle Morning. I think I've mentioned that on some other episodes. Something else to help deal with rumination are your own instincts. When thinking about using your own instincts as a guide, it reminded me of a book I studied in college called If You Meet the Buddha on the Road, Kill Him by Sheldon Kopp. And in it, he says, all the significant battles are waged within the self. The only meaning in our lives is what we each bring to them. So trust that whatever you're dealing with, you already know inside you how to resolve it. I really like this quote from the book. He says, we must always see our feelings of uneasiness as being our chance for making the growth choice rather than the fear choice. And I think deciding to break out of your rumination is a growth choice. Rumination is a form of momentum. So like anything else, when you've got a lot of momentum going about a specific thought, it will take some time to slow it down. And I've found that breaking out of toxic rumination requires a commitment to my own growth. It's an invitation to get a different elevated level of personal growth as a human being, not just as a leader. And, you know, going higher often requires going deeper. It takes some time. It's not like you can just flip a switch to, to turn it off. Um, it's, it's like you're firing up a hot air balloon to take you to a different vantage point. It takes some time to get that off the ground before it floats to a different location, a different vantage point where you can look at that problem, that quote problem <laughs> from a different angle and see how small it might be in the big picture. Often the most negative experiences can push you to a higher place, a higher level of thinking, higher level of awareness, higher level of growth and maturity higher level of performance, higher level of energy. I know that you will be able to resist rumination more easily when you apply some of the ideas I've shared today. I'd love to know what works for you. And I encourage you to take it easy on yourself if or when you feel like you're stuck in your own thoughts. As Irma Bombeck said, worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. So I hope you have a great rest of the week ruminating only on what makes you feel good and what you appreciate and doing the work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.